Welcome to the Straight Out of Home Video Podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Today, we're talking about Bambi 2, also known as Bambi and the Great Prince of the Forest, released in 2006. I'm Candice, and with me is my co-host, Arzu. Hello. And a very special Waffle Writer guest, Jennifer. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to like finally talk to you, because... I know. I feel like we've just come communicated through like Twitter and email. Yes. <laughs> and Jen chose this movie and I was wondering why did you choose Bambi 2? I we were talking about this before we started recording, but I don't really I didn't really remember the movie, but I remembered the song There is Life. It was one of the mo- the songs I played on my old like Apple Nano over and over again <laughs> and I just remember being like I love this song. This is just a great song. And I was like, that's a movie I would rewatch and revisit for this podcast. So that was why I chose it. And I, I, I listened to it again. It's a beautiful song. I think. Yeah. Who does it? Regina Spector? Music. Yeah. It's oh. Regina Spector, right? She does it? I think so. Let me, or it's Allison Cross. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's her. Yeah, well. Allison Cross, uh, Michelle Lewis, Martina McBride. Mm-hmm. Also sings something too. Damn, they got There's some names. There's like this, yeah, Alice right? Cross. They showed up for Bambi too. I know. <laughs> oh, speaking of who showed up, <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been less than two minutes. We're doing this already. <laughs> We're doing it already. We're going into this. Yep. Bambi's deadbeat dad is played by <laughs> Patrick Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Yes. And damn, he did not need to go that hard, but he did. No. He, he was so great. I can't, I didn't even know he was in it until you mentioned it. And I was like, that is him. And then like I was watching it. Uh, what a great voice. I, I would have never expected them to get Sir Patrick Stewart for a straight-to-video Disney Bambi movie. sequel of all things. Yeah. It's not even a sequel. It's a mi- mid mequel. Mequel. Yeah. Because it takes oh. place... In the middle in the of middle. like original of the original Bambi. Okay, are you guys ready for this? He has been mm-hmm. offered many Disney parts in the past. This is what he says no to: mm-hmm. King Trident and the Little Mermaid, Cogsworth and Beauty and the Beast, Jafar and Aladdin, <gasps> Zazu and Lion King, <laughs> and Governor Ratcliffe and Pocahontas, and also Zeus and Hercules. But he says yes to, to Bambi, Bambi too. too. Okay, but consider that all of those things came out at the height of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Maybe the it was not need the work. Maybe it was He's a scheduling busy. thing. Could have been that too. Yeah, yeah, this came out in like 2006. He was probably coasting. He's like, I could use I a little bump right now. Paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> a little Disney bump. Yeah. You know what? I, not judging him for it. If Disney no. wants to pay you, you you take their money. Yeah. Also, he does a great job in this. He does. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> he does. I there's a part like towards the end. Where he goes, a prince does not woo who. I was dying. I was dying. <laughs> it was so great. And you could just see how the animators like had a lot of fun with his expressions, where like he chose to be like super stoic and like standoffish. And when he actually chose to show emotion in his voice, like it was ve- it was very, very sweet. Yeah. Okay. So the plot of this movie is like oh, yes. Jen said, that. it's okay. It's the midquel and it's right after Bambi's mom dies. Oh mm-hmm. my God. What traumatized all of us as children. Recried. Mm-hmm. Recried. Yeah. So much crying. 
And it's his father, who's also the prince of the forest, takes him in. But he's like, uh, Owl, go find like a new mom for him because mm-hmm. I ain't got time. Yeah. And it's just like Bambi with adventures with Thumper and Flower, mm-hmm. which still so cute. So cute. And they learn, Bambi and his father learn, I don't know, they love each other. Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of, it reminded me of Raising Helen. I don't know if you guys remember that movie with uh, Kate Hudson, but you basically have this character who doesn't want children, career focused, and then is like, someone dies and they're suddenly given these children to raise and they're like, oh, I can't do this. And they're looking for every excuse to get rid of them. And then over the course of the movie, they're like, oh, this ain't so bad. Like, I could be a parent. And then, of course, you know, the betrayal. And then they decide to not be the parent. But, yeah, I thought it was sweet. I actually, one of the things I picked up on it, and I don't know if you guys did too. This might be just me being, like, super story analysis mode. But I thought it was a really great story about masculinity and how you have, like, this traditional masculine character as the great prince. And then he has to raise this young deer and he's just like skipping about and like playing with like flowers and groundhogs and he's like that's not what great princes do he's like but it's fun and i just i thought like if you kind of read it with that lens you can kind of see it throughout the entire story about how this traditionally masculine person learns to accept their son as who they are and like learns the softer side of being like a man or a male character swap out great prince for boy yeah pretty much mm-hmm. yeah 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 that's true that's true also saw like with him with the prince saying princes don't do this like i need mm-hmm. like a i need a doe to do this it's like saying it's a women's work to take care yeah. of children yeah mm-hmm. and <laughs> never met his father before this mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> do you know what that makes me wonder what? Because clearly Bambi's parents were not, like, a couple. Mm-hmm. Which makes me wonder if the great prince is, like, the father of all the deer in the area. I don't know. Are do deer? Are deer, are like, deer penguins? Like do they, like, what? only pick one? I don't I don't think so. I feel like it's <laughs> remarkable when penguins do it, which makes me wonder if Bambi's love interest is also his sister. Well, there were mm-hmm. a lot of stags. halfway through the movie. <laughs> we saw we gotta- a lot of stags, though. Unlike Lion King, where we only see one male lion. Oh, Did you so- see other stags? Okay, okay. Yeah, never mind. Like, so they, I can put that disturbing thought away. Yeah, yeah. The cute little <laughs> montage. You see the stags like fighting with their antlers, and then like his dad and like Bambi are like headbutting. Oh yeah, it's so cute. That was Wait, their first animation. Like, yes, right, right, right. the animation. This animation is amazing, especially for a straight to home video movie. Yeah, I actually noticed in the very beginning, they did do, they, I don't, I mean, they probably did the whole thing CG, but in the very beginning when they were doing the intro cards and everything, they tried to mimic traditional animation with like the layers of the forest. Like you'll have like a tree in the foreground and then it'll like progressively go back, but you can tell the snow is CG, but they really oh. tried to mimic that traditional look, I think. They actually use cells from the original Bambi, they scanned it in. No. Oh, wow. And put wow. it in. Wow. Well, that's there's why it looks the same. Of, there's a lot of commitment going into this straight to home video Bambi movie, like right? with the original cells and Patrick Stewart mm-hmm. and all the music. Like, a lot of effort went into this. They didn't, this definitely didn't go to theaters, right? This definitely went okay. to DVD. So, 
in the US, Canada, China, Japan, and Taiwan, it all went direct to home movie. But it was released in theaters in the UK, France, Italy, Austria, Mexico, and a bunch of other European countries. Huh. Okay. What an interesting strategy, Disney. Yeah. They got to get that Patrick Stewart money in the theaters. I know. They have to earn it back. That's so we. I always wonder why they do that. Like, why only go to certain countries to the theater and then other ones just go straight to DVD? I guess it depends on, like, ticket price versus DVD price, maybe. Oh. How much speaking- of a home video market they have. Yeah. 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 How many people have DVD players in these countries also? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so- true, too. This is the final Disney Toon film to be traditionally animated, but I think there was some CGI stuff. Mm -hmm. These are just Bambi 2 fun facts. Yes, yes. The film was officially the last Disney animated film to be released on VHS. Wow. And this film sold 2.6 million DVDs in its first weeks in the U.S. What? Bambi 2. A lot of Bambi stands coming out of the woodwork. Seriously. (laughs) Out of the woodwork. No pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> Wow. I mean, I think that's so interesting because I the only research I did on this was Rotten Tomatoes, and they weren't too <laughs> fond of it. They Yeah. I got some good reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> like the comments and the reviewers, what did they say? Oh, okay. Um, well, the critics gave it fifty percent mm-hmm. and they said lightly fifty percent. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Damn, more that's high. Oh, okay, yeah. Four straight home movies. <laughs> Maybe Bambi 2 is too much Bambi, one said. Oh. Uh, too much Bambi of the title character. Okay. Yes. Maybe they yeah. were looking more for a Finding Nemo storyline. Oh, speaking of Finding Nemo. Same actor, the right? Voice, yeah, the voice of Bambi is Alexander Gould, who played Nemo in the first movie. He didn't play it in Finding Dory because he aged out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Disney likes to keep their kid stars. Speaking of which, the kid star, the kids did a good job. Yeah, they yeah. did. I, I like. I felt like the Ronnie character, that like bully baby deer who like kind of went through puberty early. He, <laughs> I felt like he was, like he really did a good job. Like he played that whole like, tough guy bully but you can really tell they're just extremely extremely insecure and have like a lot of mommy daddy issues yeah oh a lot of people compared him to kovu arzu from liking to see it i don't see it what do you mean you don't see it they use the same color palette (laughs) i i don't know (laughs) no we don't we don't just we don't talk bad about kovu on this podcast right i'm not even no Kovu's I'm the not best. even the most hardcore Kovu stan who's been on this show. That I think that no. honor goes to Hope and to Bree. But, <laughs> you know, I see it. I see it. <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting fact. Ariel Winters from Modern Family plays one of Thumper's sisters. Aw. So, mm. yeah, little baby Ariel. Little baby yeah. Ariel playing little baby Thumper's, Thumper's sisters. sisters. <laughs> and those the bunnies were so flippin' cute. Even I was going like, aw. And Thumper doesn't want to hang out with his sisters. Oh, okay. Here's an oh my god. Mm -hmm. In the original Bambi, Thumper had five sisters. However, in this film, he only has four. (gasps) Uh Uh Uh-oh. Bambi's mother (laughs) was killed by a hunter. Is it possible maybe a tiny baby bunny was killed too? Oh, no. They found a way to make Bambi sadder. Okay. (laughs) No. 
A baby bunny. I really hope that was just a mistake on the animator's part and not like I feel like it was some bad. weird Reddit thread of <laughs> what if we have one of the baby bunnies just not be in Bambi too and see if I feel like they notices. just forgot. I hope they probably so. just forgot. You're like, we just need an odd number. It just looks better with five as opposed to four or four as opposed to five. But I also thought Flower, the little skunk character, mm-hmm. he he was really endearing in this or she. I don't. He. I Flower's he? a he. Flower's a he. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought they were pretty cute. I Because it's all about the hibernation because it's like, what is it? Winter going into spring. So he just wants to sleep all the time. Yeah, I, re- I, I related that. to that. I related to that. I hope the groundhog doesn't see my shadow so I can go back to sleeping. <laughs> what a so great, cute. what a great post-pandemic mood mindset. <laughs> okay, are you guys ready? Okay, the audience score for this was sixty percent, mm-hmm. and that's a lot extremely of people, high. I know a lot of people said it was as good as the first. Okay, okay, <laughs> I would say I that. Share, I shared this one with on our Twitter the other day. And Susan says the animation was more attractive than I expected, and the kids laughed a lot at the animals. But I found the story to be a modern cornball. Furthermore, I spent 20 minutes wondering why I felt weirdly attracted to an animated deer <laughs> before realizing he was being played by Patrick Stewart. A him? In oh. fairness to Susan, <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this movie while um, changing my closet out from winter to spring clothes. Mm-hmm. So I was only half looking at the screen, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing Patrick Stewart talk, and I'm like, "What? What is happening? <laughs> what is this? Mo- what is going on? This Why stirring. are my cheeks all flushed?" And then I like looked it up. I'm like, "Oh, that's why, because it's this man just doing the most to be that trope of like reluctant dad who doesn't want to like raise his kid, and then realizes that he loves his kid and he's going to be a better father, and it's like." So that's a whole thing. It's just like the deer thing is incidental in, in fairness to Susan. Well, Susan definitely didn't have to be so forward in her review of Bambi too. No, she didn't. No one asked her. But you know what? She ain't wrong. Patrick Stewart was definitely dad candy in this movie. She had to tell someone and it was Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, she had to. She had to. She had to tell everyone. <laughs> she had to express this particular point of view and be seen. Okay, so another parent said, I hated how all the kids who respected and loved their moms were known as mama's boys, as if there's something bad with that. What a good message to send to kids. This reminds me of a review. I forget what movie it was. They said, oh, I think it was Lady in the Tramp. They're like, this is stupid. Or they used the oh, word yeah, stupid. Yeah, it, was, it was Lady in the Tramp too. And they were mad that at the end of the movie, all the junkyard dogs leave. Um, I can't remember the bad guy's name, Buster. Yeah. Whatever his name is. They leave mm-hmm. like Buster under the pile of trash while he's calling for help and nobody helps him because what kind of message does that send children about not helping people? Like, but this this dog like literally just tried to kill everybody. <laughs> so that's that's why they were mad. I'm like, but that's this is a cartoon for, for children. They did see the other Disney movies where pretty much every villain falls into like a pit or fire or just disappears yeah. into their death. No as long as the hero that. reaches out and acts like they're going to save them, then they're then okay. it's okay? All right. Yeah, then it's okay. Well, I think being trapped under a pile of trash is a pretty pretty safe exit for a villain. So 
Got I mean, it's like a scrapyard. Yeah. Somebody works there. Somebody will come <laughs> Someone along. Someone will find <laughs> Somebody will find Buster. It's okay. It's just not the people he tried to kill. <laughs> I don't. Was there a villain in this? I think it was just man, right? Like, oh my gosh. Okay, I do not appreciate that dogs are the villain. I know. I was like, this is terrifying. I was I'm like, like Bucky, watching look it away. with my dog. Yeah. yeah, I was like, look away, <laughs> look away. I know they. Well, okay. I will say this though, and I don't know. I don't remember if it was in the first movie. That whistle that says "I'm here." That was terrifying. Yeah. That was. Can you imagine? Like a. Like, that's how you, like, I feel like that could be in some, like, Get Out style horror movie with, like, children. Like, someone whistling a voice that you think is your mother and it, like, brings you out into the open. That's, that to was pretty shocked. dark. Yes, that was to dark. Be shocked. <laughs> Literally. That was, I felt like that was pretty terrifying and dark. But when, what was it? When they did that, like, montage of Bambi, I think it was dreaming or whatever, and he thinks he likes – and he has, like, that moment with his mom, I cried. I wasn't expecting to cry during a a mequel movie, but I, like, teared up. Like, that's just so sad. Like, he just misses his mom so much, and then, like, he goes back to his father, and he goes, she's never coming back, is she? And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, how did we make this sadder? Like, this poor kid genuinely thinks his mom is just away and, like, coming to the realization and going through this grief of my mom is never coming back. Yeah, no one explains it to him what happened. Mm -hmm. Just, like, give Bambi a hug. He needs a hug. Well, that's why I think it's so – like, that's why I actually kind of liked this movie. Not, like, to the point where it's the same as the original, but they didn't skimp on the storyline, like – the perfect person to not be dealing with this is someone who doesn't, who isn't in, in tune with their emotions, someone who isn't ready or prepared to have these types of conversations with a kid. Like, how do you explain to a kid that their parents never coming back? And you have this great prince who literally just doesn't talk to anyone. There's a moment, I think, towards the beginning of the movie where he literally explains that he stands far away so he can like from the herd or whatever, so he can spot danger. And Bambi's like, but then we can't play with them. Like this guy literally just is so standoffish in every way. And he has to communicate to this young child, your mom's never coming back. And also deal with the grief of, I guess, losing his semi-mate, part-mate, part-time mate. I don't know. One of his many mates. One of his many mates. I think he was particularly particular to this one because he seemed relatively sad about it but i thought i thought it had a great message so these moms picking on the mama's boy comment i think they were just trying to make fun of ronnie for being such a bully and he turned out to be like a coward so i think they were just making fun of him for that thumper makes fun of ronnie of being a mama's boy but like five seconds later his mom calls him and he's like yes mama yeah literally i think it's just saying like everyone's a mama's boy like you're a kid like you listen to your mom. Yeah. You love your mom. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That, it's about I, everyone loving and respecting their mom, really. You literally. That comment was taken out of context. Yeah. That was nitpicky. Okay. Are you guys ready for a review that I think the person who watched it was high? Ooh, oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Two stars. 
The mother comes back from being shot in the first one. Turns out she was just faking her death to make Bambi grow and make friends. But now she's back and Bambi needs to use his new skills to help his mom and only family take over the world. Great script and amazing animation. No wonder this won so many awards and revolutionized how we see deer. What? (laughs) I don't know. What? (laughs) Revolutionize how we see deer. This one movie made veganism and vegetarianism popular. No one wanted to eat deer after this movie. That is the level of cultural impact Bambi and Bambi 2 had. (laughs) Yeah, that I don't that person definitely was uh they definitely watched it on like Disney Plus and was baked out of their mind like, yeah, let's watch Bambi too. Let's see what happens and then went Wait, with it. Wait, are they reviewing the SNL sketch where the rock is Bambi too? Like no, Bambi- even then. Wait a second. There's a Bambi in it. There's a Bambi 2 sketch with the rock playing Bambi. Yeah, it was right when they started greenlighting all of the (gasps) all of the live action remakes. They're like, oh, they're going to remake the Bambi movies, but it's like Fast and Furious style. (laughs) So like, The Rock was playing. I almost feel like he was playing Vin Diesel playing Bambi because then it was the who's the one from from Fast and Furious movies? Michelle Rodriguez. Rodriguez, quote unquote. Michelle Rodriguez was playing Faleen, and it was like it was a whole thing. So I feel like but even that premise had nothing to do with Bambi's mom that's hysterical I'm obs- I'm low-key obsessed with The Rock so the fact that I have to now watch this after we're done here I'm gonna watch this sketch of does he have like little Bambi like ears on <laughs> like and he has like the little antlers <laughs> yeah makeup everything <gasps> stop that is he's so getting funny. vengeance on the hunter I think so yeah oh my goodness what? too fast too furious too feline yeah. too fluffy that's great okay so this is this movie broke the record for the longest time between a prequel midquel sequel it was previously held by wizard of oz in 1939 and return to oz in 1985 which we do not talk to about return to oz i didn't know that was i didn't even know that was made it's utterly terrifying (laughs) i saw it like in the 90s as a child and we did a podcast about things that terrify you and that movie (laughs) that was was it that was it how, so it's how many years is it between Bambi and Bambi 2? 64 years. Wow. Patrick Stewart is the only cast member who was alive when the original came out. <laughs> oh my god. <gasps> and I was like I like looked it up. I'm like Patrick Stewart is 80? I had no idea. 80? 80? Yes. Man. Jeez. Oh man, that's not good. No, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't, I thought he was like six late sixties, maybe like celebrating seventy, but like a young seventy. Yeah, eighties. Well, but if he, he was late sixties, like he would have been in his thirties in the Star Trek day, and he looked like he was. He looked old, but then, he was honestly. born bald. Like he's been bald his whole life. Did he ever have hair? <laughs> I have no. But he like looked old then. You know what I mean? Okay. He looked mature, not old. <laughs> Well, okay, I was like a kid. Don't use such slanderous language. He looks old then, and as I get older, I'm like, yeah, you're still. (laughs) Yeah, he was born in 1940. And what, Bambi came out in like 42? 42. Wow. 80s. All the good ones, man, they're just way older. Like, I just realized Tom Hanks is like 60-something or whatever. Like, all these good ones, they're just a lot older than I thought. I just always 
freeze them in my mind from like the 90s when I first knew them. Yeah. yeah. They just like don't seem to age in your mind. Yeah. So six, what was it? 60 years between the two movies? 64. 64. Well, and the best they could come up with was Mequel. <laughs> <laughs> we have to follow up Bambi. So what should we do? I know. We'll just do it in between the movie, not even after the movie. But I don't yeah. even know what it would have been after the end of Bambi because he just becomes the great prince at the end of the first movie, right? And then he yeah. – maybe they just some Lion King 2 thing. I was going to say they just probably didn't want to do a great prince 2 or like the great – like what's the second one? Simba's Pride? They just yeah. didn't want to do that again. Does that mean that his father's dead by the end of the movie? Probably. I mean – Yeah. I mean, how long would a deer live, right? I don't know. I, Arcee, well, why do you bring this stuff up? They're magic. You keep bringing up, like, if they're just not in it. Oh, so they're dead? It wasn't me. <laughs> everyone, everyone dies in Bambi. Jeez Louise. No, I mean, like, it's possible. It's just he's too old to be the great prince. Oh, my God. Okay. Deer live four and a half years. That's it. What? <laughs> And what? the male lives three years. Well, the doe is around six years. Four. Okay. So domesticated deer have lived up to twenty years, though. Okay, so they're not domesticated. So at the when Bambi <laughs> is born, his mother is like two or three, two? and the great prince of the forest is like eighteen months. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> babies raising babies. And then for the length of Bambi 2, this great prince with a real sexy voice is like, <laughs> what? That just adds more weirdness to Two that one woman, old? to Susan's comment. Yeah. Not Susan only probably doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know that deer only live four years. I mean, to be honest, I would never have guessed they only had a lifespan of four to six years. No. They, I would have thought 20. Yeah. they Those are the- burly creatures. Jeez. Well- Another sad Wait, so by the end fact. of Bambi 2, not Bambi 2, by the end of Bambi, when he becomes, like, the great prince and he's, like, a year at this point, he's mm-hmm. he's only got, like, two years left to live. Okay, so now, not accounting hunting kill- kills, it's six to seven years. But oh, still, okay, not okay. great. <laughs> Makes things not a great. little better. <laughs> it's not quite so short turnaround. These are not. Still not great. <laughs> still not great. <laughs> And considering, like, he's the prince of the forest and he's, like, putting himself in danger, he's in the three-year. Yeah. <laughs> the casting of Patrick Stewart now seems odd. Like, there's no way he's this wise after a year <laughs> of ruling. Maybe he's, like, getting up there. He's, like, you know, two and a half years old. Oh, pushing four. I'm pushing four, Bambi. He's pushing four. He's seen some stuff. I'm too old for this stuff, Bambi. <laughs> I've seen some things. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my goodness. <laughs> We oh, have we did, that. That took a turn. <laughs> that took a turn. Turn. Oh man. Well, fun fact of the day. Fun fact yeah, of learned the day. Something new. Yeah, I honestly think if they weren't so popular to like hunt, they, they would live would to be, sick. Yeah. I guess I always or even. I guess longer. I always envision them to have like the same lifespan as dogs. You know, like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, but only six years. Yeah, d- the dogs are like domesticated, and we take them oh, to the yeah. vet and all that fun That's stuff. That's true. Also, like, deers get hit by cars all the time. Once a deer hit my car. And ran away. Gilmore Girls. Yeah, just like Gilmore Girls. When I saw that, I was like, that happened to us as a kid. (laughs) 
Yeah. I Yeah, mm-hmm. I hit the side of the car and we're like, we didn't hit it. It hit us. Did it take like a like were you guys okay? I'm assuming. Yeah, we were fine. <laughs> I was scared though, because I was like in elementary school. But I was like, oh my god, is that Bambi's dad? <laughs> Are we the reason? <laughs> yeah. Is it us? But he the the stag just got back up and it just ran right into the forest. He was like kind of like, what? <laughs> Well, yeah, I think he still has okay. another. He still has another three years to live. He's not. He's not getting yeah. taken out by a car. He's a single dad. He has to take <laughs> care of his son. I got Bambi to get back to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, at first I was like, "Is that Bambi's mom?" And my dad's like, "No, that's a boy." And I was like, "Then it's his dad." dad. That doesn't oh. change the fact that it's related to Bambi. Yeah, exactly. Somehow Bambi <laughs> suffers. See, yes, I don't exactly. <laughs> I don't think people realized how traumatic. It's like whenever you hear or anything about like a parent death, people always talk about Bambi or Mufasa. Like those are the parent deaths that really scarred children growing up, I think. Yeah. Especially I think- don't talk enough about how scarring Dumbo is though, because his parent isn't dead, but they're inaccessible, which in some ways oh. feels worse. Oh, that What is it? Child, what's the song they sing? Child Baby Mine baby of mine when she's rocking him with her nope. trunk <gasps> oh. that that is worse than bambi's mom to me because as sad as bambi's mom is you don't first of all it's don't see it screen. happen and second it's of all screen. like it's off screen and then his dad is there and it's like okay things are gonna be okay but dumbo's a baby on his own and his mom is locked up and can't get to him and that feels worse at least to me no that oh. uh- that I was visiting hurts. my new friend, my friends, not my new friend, my friend's new baby, and they had, and she had uh, Disney lullabies, you know, playing mm-hmm. in the background, and baby of mine started playing, and I just started crying holding the baby. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> Too many memories. But yeah, Bucky was barking when you brought up baby of mine, Arzu. He's like, I don't want to hear. Even Bucky knows it's sad. Even Bucky knows. Yeah, Bucky knows. That's a sad song. Oh, so, yeah. No, we're not talking about that because there's no Dumbo 2, even though there was a plan. But, like, Hunchback and a bunch of others destroyed Dumbo 2. Mama Jumbo gets revenge. (laughs) Just stomps everybody. Well, that's – I always – okay, because Hunchback 2, I'm guessing that came out before this because that animation was – that was, some, that was some low quality animation. And this one was beautiful. Like they went the extra mile. I wonder why they chose which ones to get like better animation and stuff. Because this this was done at Disney Toon in Australia. I don't know if the Australians are just better at it. <laughs> well, I do know that the director of this movie, he did, he was like a story artist on like all of the Renaissance movies. Like he did Beauty and the Beast, he did Little Mermaid, he did Aladdin. Um, so maybe he just was maybe he just had more clout and was like, I demand better animation for my film. Maybe the uh, the early stuff too was getting sent to like the same animators who were doing the TV stuff. So like mm-hmm. if their turnover is faster and they oh, don't yeah. have as much of a budget, then they're kind mm-hmm. of working under the same because this sort of looks like like the hunchback one sort of looked like the the cartoons that you would see on, on yeah. the channel like not maybe not even as nice because they're not throwing as much money at it but mm-hmm. if like they're working with what they have whereas this 
if they're sending it to a dedicated studio for this kind of stuff, they're like, no, we're going to put the money in this and we're going to make it as nice as we can. Well, they succeeded because I, I wasn't expecting it to be pretty and it was pretty. Like this was a very pretty movie, especially for a sequel. Me cool. Yeah. The television people did Hunchback of Notre Dame 2. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's probably why, like you said, that it looks like a TV show, like of that time. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, because what other, I feel like Lion King 2 also had really good animation and um, Little Mermaid 2. I feel like those, and Peter Pan 2. I feel like those had like nice, clean animation, but they might've all come out at the same time with that traditional animation phase out and CG phase in. Yeah, I think it just, it's the amount of time they give people. Mm-hmm. Because like, it's, Disney Toon Studios is the ones, like, who produce this and also, like, in Australia. And they did, like, Cinderella 3, which was also pretty well animated. Even though I hate, like, Errol's beginning, it was pretty, you know? Yeah. It looked nice. It was just – it was just boring. Well, that's another one about the mom, right? Yeah. About a dead mom. Yeah, and a deadbeat dad. (laughs) I feel like Disney has some daddy issues. They got dad and mom issues because they keep (laughs) killing them all. One's dead and one has to take care of them reluctantly. Yep. That's the theme of Disney. Okay, is there anything else y'all would like to say about Bambi 2? Um, no, I had all my those were all my points. I mean, it was better than I thought. It was prettier yeah. than I remembered. <laughs> and I read it with a I definitely got a positive slash toxic masculinity theme like gender role theme underlying going on that i also was not expecting from yeah same i was like there's theme in this there's motifs there's subtlety okay i see you so those were the big points i wanted to bring up yeah arzu no i've got i've got nothing else i'm just very grateful that jennifer was here because i would have been like i don't know (laughs) it's about fathers and sons i guess but like she brought up so many good points. So yeah, Jennifer, can you tell people how to find you online? Uh, yeah. So I'm easy. I use the same username for everything because it's just so clever. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, uh, under Jenny from the Yak, like Jenny from the Block J Lo, but it's my name instead. And uh, yeah, YouTube. I have some short films on there, but most of it's just me on Twitter and Instagram. So that's just me. So you can find her writing some of it on the Kiki Waffle, including some stuff about Disney side, not side characters, just people who, characters who get forgotten that I really yeah. love. Yeah. My big thing is like, what was the most recent one I did? I did an Attack on Titan thing for oh, yeah. you guys. Great avatar piece. Oh, uh, I'm loving. That's like one of our most popular articles on the site. No way. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, people love it. Oh, that's so cool. I know they just announced that they were doing a whole Avatar studio. And then I did that Disney princess one, but like the princesses that aren't considered princesses for X number of reasons. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so. <laughs> Which are, of course, my favorite characters, you know? Right? I never got it. That's why I wanted to do some research. I was like, I think Esmeralda has one of be- always been one of my favorite characters. I love her so much. Yeah. And don't watch Hunchback of Notre Dame 2 then. Do not. Do I not. don't even remember. I just remember 
Jennifer Love Hewitt sang that song and she played the girl with the short hair and she like was a circus person who fell in love with Quasimodo. That's literally all I remember about the movie. That's the whole plot. Oh, okay. Then I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, you're good. (laughs) Then I've covered my bases. But yeah, so at Jenny from the Yacht, um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, just my name, Jennifer Yacobino on YouTube for some short films and mini docs and yeah, writing for you guys on Geeky Waffle. Yeah. And you can find Arzu and I at thegeekywaffle.com. We have a new podcast, Space Waffles, that Arzu is hosting, which is all about Star Wars. It comes Mm. out the other Monday that this series comes out. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Well, you Whatever week this isn't out is a Space (laughs) Waffle. Yes. We hope you have a happily ever after until hunters come and your dad steps up maybe (laughs) i don't know